Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's going to be a huge play. Looking at tape, I, I looked at it was a slot formation, and if you're in high formation in slot, they automatically brought the corner off the backside, thinking that any run to the tight end side now is going to be blown up. And well, I went back and looked at all the high slots, and that it was true. I thought it was kind of silly, but so okay. So safety is going to be out of position, so we ran a deep post and a crossing post, and we blocked everybody as it just threw off the safety curtain. And, You know, we practice it a number of times in practice, and this is almost too easy, you know, but it worked out. That was January 16th of 2000. Here we are, January 16th of 2023, and still my favorite St. Louis Rams moment, and one of my top three St. Louis moments ever, and the Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce is always kind enough to join us here on 101 ESPN with Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carricker, and Isaac, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well, Randy. Uh, thanks for having me, Kerry. How you doing, big fella? I'm doing well, brother. Um, how are you? All is well, man. I mean, uh, it's playoff time in, in the NFL, and uh, a lot of wild football took place yesterday, and got one more to go. Yeah, tonight you've got Dallas and Tampa. I want to go back, and I want to talk about that morning, though. Uh, and we'll, we're going to touch on the, the playoffs, but. A lot of people aren't aware of the story about your hamstring before that game against the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, I think the two years prior to that, that game, you know, I was having hamstring issues for quite a while. I think 97, 98 were pretty much decimated with hamstring injuries for me. Um, fortunately, I played the entire 99 season uh, without having an issue. Um, I think, uh, you know, we made some adjustments in practice as far as uh, reps that we were taking collectively. And, you know, it's funny. When we got ready to uh, uh, play that game, I'm just thinking in preseason, and well, excuse me, in pregame, you know, I don't want to do anything to kind of tighten my hamstring or, uh, you know, maybe pull a hamstring. And it's funny. I don't do any stretching. I'm just standing around kind of enjoying the moment. And probably about two minutes before uh, we get ready to go back in, you know, I kind of reach down and I do a little light stretch and I hear my hamstring pop. So, Kerry, you know exactly what I mean when you <laughs> pop a hamstring. Go, yeah. Listen, you don't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can barely walk. Um, you know, in some instances you feel like, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty good, you're good to go. But for the next six weeks, man, you're normally down and trying to just recover. But, you know, I kind of beeline to the locker room and um, 
I passed by Jim Anderson, which was our trainer at that time, and he sees this look on my face, and I saw a look on his face, and he knew it was trouble. So, um, you know, he, he goes over, and uh, he's, I think he's whispering to Mike, but he, I, I didn't see anything to Jim, so I just go to the locker room. You know, I called my sister back in Florida, man. We have a really close relationship, and, you know, we had a prayer meeting in the corner of the locker room before everyone else got in there. So after that prayer meeting, I hang up the phone and, you know, I don't say another word about it. Um, I don't tell Jim Anderson. Mike Martz doesn't know. But my hamstring is pulled. So um, fortunately, we don't get the ball first. Our defense uh, goes out. I think they give up three points to uh, the Minnesota Vikings and Randy Moss and Chris Carter and that crew. And, you know, we go to commercial, kick the ball off Tony Horn, does his thing. And you know what? I finally walk out there. I walk gingerly to the huddle, and out of the huddle, I gingerly walk out. But I'm just standing there. I got a full hamstring, man. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to trust God in this moment. And, man, when I tell you, when I took off running, you know, I, the play could have been called. The first one to get open gets the ball. And, uh, fortunately, they, they kind of dropped me. And there I am right in the middle of the field. And, man, we, we scored a touchdown. The place just erupted. It was, it was beautiful. Hey, I, I was I was going to ask you when you came on, when did you, your, during your career, when you felt uh, that you had finally made it? Then I looked up your stats and saw that you had 199 targets your second year in the league. 199. Were they just not throwing the ball to anyone else? You were, you were the only person. Were you all running one-man routes? Was that what was going on out there? Well, you, you know what? Here's the thing, man. Um, you know, we had another Hall of Famer on that team in that offense at that time, Jerome Bettis. You know, he wasn't really happy with his contract situation. And, you know, the, the focus of uh, uh, running the football, it kind of switched over to throwing the football. Uh, Chris Miller and myself, we had a huge connection. And, uh, you know what, they just couldn't do anything about me, man. It was like I was pretty much new on the scene. Uh, you know, wh- whatever kind of defense you tried to put in front of me, we were just conquering it together. Offensive line was, was strong enough to, you know, give Chris time and allow me to get down the field and get open, man. So, um, that's kind of how it turned out. But you normally, when you have those type seasons and those type, those many balls going to one person, there isn't much playoff success. We didn't go to the playoffs that year, so mm-hmm. it wasn't until the the uh, the, the greatest show on turf got together before, so we could spread the football around, kind of like Kansas City does right now. Before we started having some postseason success. Hey Isaac, what do you think of that number thirteen that played college football in Iowa, Brock Purdy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's pretty good. He's pretty good. You know what? I think, um, you know, uh, his abilities uh, kind of being meshed with, uh, you know, the, 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 the scheme that, that Shanahan runs up there, you know, it's eerily similar. I mean, you put, you know, the 13 that we played with uh, together with a Mike Martz uh, uh, offense, great things are going to happen based with the talent that's, that's around them. It's eerily similar to what's going on uh, in San Francisco right now. Hey, Isaac, I, I, you talked about, you know, trusting God and, and the hamstring issues and all of those things. Um, yep. But people don't know how hard you worked. I was fortunate enough to watch you and Aeneas, and I, I'm still bothered by you two because <laughs> when we would have warm-ups, you two would be in full-out sprints, and it's just warm-ups. And I'm here, a fullback, trying to keep up with a Hall of Fame receiver and, and Hall of Fame defensive back. But your, yeah. your work ethic and, and your, your mindset, where did that come from and, and just the ability to know you needed to go get that done? Well, I inherited a lot of that from my dad, Jesse Bruce, uh, who was a roofer in South Florida for about 40 years. Mm. And I said, a roofer, 
you know, they were dealing with hot car and mm-hmm. an 80 plus degree weather with 80 plus 90 degree humidity. So uh, just growing up every day, watching him do that day after day, getting up, uh, going to work for us to provide for us. Uh, just a great man. And uh, I was fortunate to get that work ethic from him. And uh, just for me being able to do something that, um, you know, I love to do, you know, it never seemed like I had a job uh, base versus what he was doing. I felt like he worked very hard to provide for me and my 14 siblings. So um, it was it was great seeing him and just getting that work ethic from him. It was easy for me. The Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce with us on 101 ESPN 23 years ago today. He catches the first touchdown pass. And by the way, it wasn't the only one. Roland Williams caught one. Ryan Tucker caught one. Jeff Robinson caught one. Remember the NFL Films thing, uh, Roland saying, it's a spectacle. It's a spectacle. And it really was, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And uh, it came from, uh, you know, that being shouted from Roland Williams. If you know Roland, yeah, you can expect he'd be the guy that really showcased what we were doing on and off the field at that time. But um, it was a great matchup, uh, two great teams, two great offenses, uh, really locking horns against each other. And we were fortunate to win that game. And I just remember how the dome, the dome was rocking. Uh, it was rocking like the, you know, like everything upstairs, like the shingles going to fall off the roof. Uh, <laughs> just, to, just to see that. And then the following week versus Tampa, it was that times two. It was unbelievable. Hey, Isaac, leaving the number one seeds this year out of it, Kansas City and Philadelphia, we'll talk about them uh, at a later date. But over this weekend, before we get to Dallas and Tampa, who was the most impressive team you saw this weekend? Well, um, I was starting to lean towards uh, Los Angeles, the Chargers, uh, with you know with Herbert, Herbert as the quarterback. And uh, I felt like he had a couple of weapons. Uh, Mike Williams, fortunately, didn't play. Um, I felt like they were starting to turn the corner. Uh, to be one of those teams, but you know, you know, I'll spit before I say this, but <laughs> San Francisco 49ers, man, they're, they're they're a bunch of bullies right now. I mean, uh, from a defensive standpoint, uh, they're coached very well. They got guys who get after the quarterback. Yeah, uh, they can they can pressure with four guys and play zone in the back, which is huge, especially this time of year. And their offense is based off of a strong running game. So they they're not a team that that's trying to run, trying to remain balanced as far as running the football. No, they're a run-first team, and that gives that quarterback an opportunity to throw against, you know, uh, single high coverage uh, guys playing one-on-one on the outside, which which uh, gives him uh, gives, which has given him a lot of success. I know you say that you, you spit before you say it, but you can always do this. You can always call up and say, "Hey, this is former 49er Isaac Bruce, and they need a pair of Super Bowl tickets." <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I won't press them like that. <laughs> I understand that because anything Baltimore Ravens, I, I feel that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. So, Isaac, how's the family doing? Uh, all is well with us, man. Uh, we, we're hanging down in South Florida. Uh, girls just started going back to school, uh, just celebrating uh, uh, this federal ho- holiday, Martin Luther King's Day, and uh, all the great things that he did while he, uh, he, he was here pretty much laying down his life for uh, the betterment uh, of uh, people that look like me and uh, the things that he had to go through, just sitting back and really just reminiscing how he fought for our, uh, our civil rights, uh, you know, so that we can come out and uh, gather and attain our silver and gold rights right now. So we just kind of sit back reminiscing about that. 
Well said. And it's always great to hear from you. And what you do in the St. Louis community is phenomenal. If people want to make a donation to the Isaac Bruce Foundation, just go to IsaacBruce.org, and there's a button right there at the front of the page if you'd like to make a donation. And what you do is amazing, Isaac. We always love to have you with us. We always like to talk to you, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Randy. All right, Kerry. All right, bro. See you, Isaac. The great Isaac Bruce on 101 ESPN.